This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Born May 6th in Knoxville, Tennessee, he is a graduate of the University of Tennessee who was drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs in 2005, and over the next 15 seasons, became a two-time Pro Bowler, set numerous team records, helped the team to their 2019 Super Bowl victory, and set a franchise record of most games played at 238. And today, he's here to talk about the Chiefs' home opener tonight against the Chargers. Please welcome, former Chiefs punter and friend of the show, NFL great, Dustin Colquitt. Dustin Colquitt, magnificent son of a bitch, how are you? What's going on, brother? Good morning. How are you, man? Dude, it was good to see you at the race. I looked up, I'm like, God damn, look who's here. And then you were the Grand well, Marshal. Well, and we hadn't seen each other since the big slick a decade ago, yeah. or whenever that was, yeah. maybe seven, eight years ago. So it was good to good to see you again, cross paths. And but I have to say, I have to say this before we get going. Here is I just found my new alarm to wake me up in the morning. ACDC, <laughs> Highway to Hell. I'm like ready to roll right now. Right, right. You are. That was awesome. Dude, you you just and by the way, you look exactly the same as you did when I saw you last time. You're you're in full NFL condition, I think. You too. You know how it goes though. We got to we got to stay we got to stay sharp as we get older. All all the new all the new product that's coming out Bastards. stays the same age. Yeah. So we got to compete. We got to compete with that. Bastards. I never, I don't like any of them. I don't like any of them. <laughs> I know. I always I always like the the media perspective of. You got a young kid in camp. He's so lucky to be in there with you. What are you teaching him? I'm like, absolutely nothing. <laughs> That's exactly like, absolutely right, nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't hope the best for him. That's not what I'm looking for. You. No, and they're like, well, you've played so long. I mean, this, you know, once you're done, then he learns everything. And yeah, but then I have a. 15 year old kid that's trying to play too. So I'm not going to give him competition yeah, down and, the road. And you, I mean, you come from a family, your father, the Steelers, your brother, Britain. I mean, this is, this is what you guys do. We've been very lucky. And I was lucky to land in Kansas city. I think Brinkley or Britain would say the same thing about Denver and a couple of the places that he got to play. But this place was, I, I can't even pick out of a hat. What would be a better city to kind of raise my family and, uh, and just kind of try to become a man. And this is a, this is a great, this great Midwest spot. And sure. What a Mecca for, for pro football that feels like sec football. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you were born in, and raised in Knoxville, Tennessee. I was born in Memphis, Tennessee. I ended up in Kansas City like you, so I, I truly understand that. People, they outside of the city, a lot of times, they have no idea, and I, and I honestly hope they never figure it out, how great it is here. It's perfect. It's, yeah, it's the, and, and I'm sure that since you've been here, you've always had to answer the barbecue questions that I have to answer. Yeah, yeah, of course, and of course. Should, when I'm in Memphis, I eat, you know, I eat the, I eat the ribs there. When I'm here, I eat it here. It's right. great though. I would never, I would never decipher why choose. You can't choose. Oh, you can't, you can't get enough of someone saying going to Kansas City to you, can you? No, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Always fun. The Dorothy joke, and then do you guys ride horses? I'm like, yes, I know. We've heard it all. All uh, oh, and and oh wow, you have shoes on. You're like, <laughs> what? The, <laughs> what does that? I don't know what right. that means. Of course we do. I know. It's uh, so, so explain this to me. Like, why can't, because we were talking about this earlier. You know me. I'm not a giant sports guy. I, I, uh, why can't a punter ever be uh, a place kicker? It's, I think they just want you to specialize once right. you kind of get, once you, like in college, I remember I was at my freshman year at Tennessee. We were playing Syracuse leading up to the year. I just, I was a walk-on. I just got put on scholarship. And it was funny. As soon as I got put on scholarship, they said, you know what? We want you to just concentrate on punting. You do you, you do you, and then we're going to get somebody else to, to major in that. I think they just don't want you to mess it up. And as the league goes, in 1982, and again in like 2000, oh God, I want to say eight or nine, they've had guys that have gone into seasons, one from I think both of the guys were in Atlanta, and they started the season doing both, and they didn't do both very well. And so I think it's just one of those things where they want you to just vote. It's such a big business and there's such like a, a, a little room for error that, you know, these games are three points, seven points, occasionally a blowout if it's a bad game plan. So right. they want you to just major in, in what you're what you're the best at. But you had an 81 yard, right? I mean, that's an 81 yard punt. That's a long goddamn punt. So the, the, the best part about that one, it was in front of the home fans where you could smell the barbecue and yes, yes. it was freezing cold. It was pretty windy, but the best part about it was that it was against the chargers who were about to play. Yeah. And it was against Darren Sproles, which we, we hated going up against each other. He hates catching lefties and I don't like catching little fast guys. Right. Right. You, when you're and when you, I always think this, when I, when I watch you guys, I just think what you must see or do you block everybody out and all you're thinking about is that punt and you have to just go inside your head and go, there's not all these guys charging as fast as they possibly can, running as hard as they can with their arms out, wanting to smash everything. The, the best Hollywood rendition of that is probably Saving Private Ryan, where right, the, right. The, the, the bombs, the, yeah. the shrapnel and the shells are going off and you, you, don't, you hear just this muffled like buzz. And then when reality hits again, it's back to, oh, my gosh, that is bombs and shrapnel and everything right. going on. And so my, my dad, I remember when I first started punting, he said, this is going to feel like you're on the golf course. So it's going to feel great. But then you got to realize that you're putting, you're going to be putting on this green, except for now you have a rush, like big guys that want to kill you. Yeah. And you have to stay calm. And so it's kind of like saving Private Ryan. Once you hit a ball, you don't hear anything. You hit a ball. Then once you look up and you see it gone, then the sound comes back. And then it's like, you know, people are like, damn! Or they're like, oh, that was terrible, dude. 
that's so great. So, because... a, a little, a little PTSD during that, that, that yeah. little, little, and it, it all happens under two seconds. So yeah. it's very rapid. And, and I think, tell, tell me this: if you ever get it inside your head, does it, does it, yeah, cause you to just, if a, if a punter ever gets that where he can't push it away anymore, where the second the ball gets in, into his possession, it gets snapped, and if he can't push it out, does it ruin him? Like, is there? You know, they talk about how a, a golfer will get the shanks or somebody will get to a place where they get into a funk like a, as a batter and they just can't seem to shake it. Yeah, it's tough. I actually have a neighbor. He, uh, it's, he, he's like, you know what? My, I think my son, he wants, to, he wants to learn how to punt. And, you know, I think if you work with him right down the streets, uh, it just feels organic, feels national. And I was like, Mr. Shank, this is the worst possible last name you could ever have. <laughs> Right. To want to try to punt a football, like, are you kidding just, me? Yeah, oh yeah, I was like, we're we're not doing that. Um, and then, so what I always it, you can you can get the yips. And mm-hmm. my buddy Ray Dover, who 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 does a lot of things, but he he was a high school football coach and grew up with this kid playing soccer and stuff, and he calls them shin flumes because yeah, when you when you rewind that tape and you know sunday night football and you zero in on that football usually when that shank happens it just something happens pop your foot's trying to make up for what your brain's telling it to do and it ends up hitting like a little bit above the ankle and then just off the side of the foot and and then what you basically got to tell your because everybody wants to know like what the hell happened you know when you came out come over the sidelines and you're like, yeah, I should have probably kicked it with my other foot that time. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably would have been better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I mean, what are you gonna say? Like, what what happened? I didn't kick it the way I wanted it to. The way I was I wanted to was gonna go really far, really straight. That's how I wanted it to happen. Yeah. Well, remember it was the it's like the Sean Landetta in the playoffs when he he put that ball out on the goal line and it was so windy the ball blew. And he missed the entire thing. So he gets over to this angry coach who's ripped the headset in two. And he goes, Sean, what happened? And Sean goes, I missed it. I will know shit, dude. Like, yeah, like we all it. saw that. I was saying, like, how did, like, what? Anyway, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, he's like. <laughs> what's the point? I mean, what's the point of being, like, he saw it missed too. Like, he, yeah, that's, I, I know. I, I'm aware. Well, tell me what happened. There's nothing. I well, didn't. I didn't do it the way I wanted to do it. Yeah, well aware that on Monday after we're watching film, there's going to be a bunch of grown men looking at me in the cold tubs like, "This guy sucks. Get him out of here." Oh, dude. But, <laughs> but to that end, you think how many games with you? Two hundred and thirty-eight with the Kansas City Chiefs. Two hundred and thirty-eight times you suited up and went out and played. I mean, that's man. That's I mean, that's that's well, it is legend. It is a record. I mean, it's that's not even just me being cute about it. That's actually the record. It was it was a lot of fun that year for when all that stuff started happening. Obviously, you sit at a post for fifty. You know how it is, post, and you're doing it for so long. And so I remember the cool part about it is who I kind of not overcame because we played for the same team. But like Will Shields was like the poster boy right. of hard work. I remember looking across the locker room at him. His we, there was three specialist lockers and then you go to the bathroom and then we kind of looked out on the rest of the locker room. He's right across from me. I remember my first game. I'm like looking over at him and he's asleep in his locker. <laughs> and I'm, That's great. and uh, how it goes, specialist goes out first. So they call our names. 
And as the specialist goes, I look over, and Willie Rofe's sitting right next to him. And when the specialist goes, I guess it's their cue to start getting stuff ready. So Willie Rofe smacks him on the arm, and he looks over, and then he, he starts, you know, gathering himself and gets up. And I, I remember going like, man, he, I don't know if this guy's ready for the game. He didn't play at all in the preseason because he's Will, Shield, Will Shields. And we go out to the game, and I remember he pulled on a play, and – I don't think the guy is still up. I think he planted him so deep in the turf that Priest Holmes used him as a springboard to like run over him for a touchdown. And I remember just going like, Hey, that's the calm before the storm. And I kind of used that as I was playing. Now, Will will tell you, he goes, yeah, it's 238 games as a specialist. How many plays do I have way more than you? <laughs> but it, but he's to, but he's totally kidding. The, the fun part about him is I asked for his autograph because I heard him and Will, Will Willie Rofe were going to uh, retire. A year and a half later, he brings me a jersey. He goes, I remember you asked for this, and I want you to have it. And literally, it's still sitting in my basement oh, up on the wall. He's a great dude he is a great man he i've been lucky enough to hang with him a bit and have him in the studio a bunch of times and work with him with some charitable stuff and he is uh he's the real deal i mean that's it he's just the real deal what you see is what you get that's who he is absolutely yeah uh, and i think you're the same way man it's listen I, i've been lucky enough to even not being a giant sports guy i just didn't grow up that way it uh, being lucky enough to have this job and meet guys like you, like it to me, it's always the story. Like, who are you? Where did you come from? What's the background? What kind of a guy are you? So, you know, like John Wellborn was a maniac. You know, uh, the guys who got to meet Bjorn Nitmo, who I met for a small time, he didn't end up on the Chiefs, was interesting. Uh, guys like Alexi Lawless, who played soccer, like a god straight maniac. Like he was, he left me in my goddamn front yard one time at one o'clock in the morning. My neighbor woke me up at seven in the morning. I was covered in chigger bites, and he was mowing the yard. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! You know yeah, that's it, a night. Yeah, it's a night, and you're you're exactly right. I think the best part of what what we do, what you do, is the people that you come in contact with and you take stuff from, and yes. Uh, try to give back to. And I remember we said John Wellborn, and it reminded me of a story when we were in St. Louis. Um, <clears throat> Kyle Turley was, I think, week seven or week eight, and it could have been preseason game number two in that stadium. You just people like it was so quiet in there, you hear crickets chirp in St. Louis. And we're sitting on the bench, and we're winning, of course. Well, these four guys are heckling Kyle Turley. And um, Wellburn is loving it, like loves every bit of it. And he's a smart ass and a rhetoric major at Cal and all the things. Yeah. And so he lets you know he's really smart, which he is. And I love, well, he's, he's kind of tapping Turley, like, you going to say anything? You say anything? Well, finally, one of the guys, and they're all drinking beer, laughing at each other, and just having the guys trip. And so they're like, hey, Turley, you're up and has been. And, Nothing like Kyle's not saying anything or whatever. One of the guys thinks he's real cute and he says, Hey, did Stacy make the trip? And man, you can see all of the offensive linemen on the bench go, Did he just say his wife's name? So Turley like turns around and looks at the guy, turns back out, shoots some water in his mouth, stands up, walks straight over to the team photographer, grabs the top photographer in the buttons of his collar shirt and part of the camera strap pulls him over in line with this guy and says take a picture of that dude right there and the the uh the photographer's like i, I don't want to do kyle and he goes take a picture of that guy right there so he takes a picture of him 
Turley like pulls the camera over the strap, like pulls the photographer's neck, neck over. He looks, when he looks back at that guy and points, he goes, I'm going to find you after this game and I'm going to kick your ass. (laughs) Jesus Christ, That dude, that dude's beer hit the ground and splattered on everybody around him. And he ran up the steps and three of his buddies sat there and laughed as hard as they could at that. He, I mean, he left the game. It was like, no, the third quarter. I'm telling you, dude, so. that's that's terrifying. Because you you just went right past. This is funny. To oh god damn, this is real. Uh-huh. Like that's yeah. a, that's He's a like, by the way, that's a brilliant move. Like because it's just so honest and believable. And you're like, why is he grabbing the photographer? And he drops the bomb at the end. You're like, Jaha! oh, I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen yes. in a football game. Yes, like people were laughing in that whole section, the offensive line, and it was funny. Like they watched, everybody's laughing, and then they're back looking at the at the playbook, playbooks, going like, "All right, what's the next move here so we can beat the Rams?" Yeah, it was so funny. And then tonight, of course, this is a big one, and uh, it'll be fun, man. Because to me, it's not football until Kansas City football. You know, until Arrowhead fires up. Now, now it's the real season. I know that we played in Arizona, but it never gets real until I see the footage with the helicopter going over the top of Arrowhead, and it's all lit up, and the parking lot's full, and the highways backed up, and it's you know, it, ever since I've been a little kid, that's that's football to me. Yep, and you played the song uh, to introduce me, and that that felt like home again. I, I haven't heard that in a while. Love that, love that intro. And you're right. I mean, it's until you get off in that complex away from town, and the lights are up, the grills are blazing, and yeah, uh, you know, and all that. You just don't get that sense for the season started yet. And and to have a division opponent that we have so much history with, and you know, shared so many back and forth moments in that parking lot. I remember that that year that uh, my uh, gosh, Chris, I'm drawing a blank on the center for the Chargers and Philip Rivers are all they're doing is milking the clock, and you know they're they're waiting to snap the ball and take a knee, and the game is over until a grill blows up in the parking lot, and they <laughs> and they have like a false false snap. Philip doesn't get in his hands. And so we jump on it, and it's funny. Right, before, we call a timeout because we have the ball back. We end up winning this game because of a grill blowing up. So a lot great. of people don't talk about that, but that's why he snapped the ball. Philip was like, "I didn't say anything." So the the camera pans over to Philip Rivers, and it's right up in his face, and he says the most classic line, like, "And now I love Philip, like eleven year old girl." You can read his lips on the jumbotron, and he says, "Worst." day ever <laughs> and, and and that is that is arrowhead to a t for any opponents it is it can be the worst day ever so many crazy things happen in that place you can't hear in there and it's so much it's so much fun to watch these old clips of, this, of officials with john elway warning us to be a little bit more quiet be more gentleman-like and you're like oh listen we're we're way past this is we're way past the gentleman right. type here when somebody else is on offense. Oh, it's so great. And, and, and then, of course, the championship. You know, I, I, never, I never believed it could happen for Kansas City. You know, you wanted it to happen, but we just, we just never got very close until, you know, <laughs> Mahomes, right? And then that feeling for you to come out and be a part of that, like, what a, what a goddamn day. I mean, really, what a day. It was crazy. And the cl- to, to kind of put it in perspective exactly what you're saying is it, – it, the closest we ever got was Jamal Charles scampering down Baltimore's throat for 
the opening score seven to nothing. Yeah. And then they scored like 40 something unanswered <laughs> points. Yeah. 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 Right. I mean, it just was. And then obviously we got really close in New England and stuff. And I just kind of was like, really? I think Julian Edelman touched that punt. Like we should have the ball right there. That, that was a, a, a phantom flag call on the little brush. You know, it was like, he's getting mm-hmm. brushed at the airport, making sure he doesn't have anything that we need to confiscate from him. Right. And they call it, hit him in the head. So the cool, it was so much fun seeing bringing that Lamar Hunt trophy, like just some of the relevance of that. Right. And then, and, and everybody felt the same way, wait until they screwed up, wait until they, and then it, and then it happens. And it felt like magic that season, just stuff kept happening in our favor. Uh, it's tough. Like, I mean, it's 50 years in between. I was complaining about 15 years. Like, God, it's got to happen eventually if I stay in one place long enough. Just the algorithm of it. Right. Like, it yeah, exactly. Statistically, it has to happen. Right. Yeah. And then you have, you know, and then you have something like, we waited 50 years to see this again. And then, Mel- <laughs> and then Melba, Melba Mills is 101 years old. I go over to, like, give her an Emmy, and she's like, take your mask off, honey. And I'm like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Take your mask off, honey. And I was like, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> And she's like, I waited 101 years for this, oh. and no mask is going to get in my way. That's and I was like, so I great. love this lady. That's I wish so we could have met in an earlier date. <laughs> right. Oh, it's so great, dude. This is what I love about sports. Like, what I lack in in, in pure just competition, whatever it is that uh, Gene, you're supposed to have to to want to watch every single Sunday and every single play and break it down. To me, it's always the stories, the emotion, the people, who they really are, what they did to get there, how it feels when you finally have that moment of glory. Like, that's... Dude, I could that to me that never gets boring to me. Never, ever. It's it's it, to me it's the height of everything. Well, it's the backstory. We all grew up watching Michael Jordan, knowing that he's going to probably have a big game, and Scottie Pippen or whoever the role player is. And all week you hear this guy's sick, don't think he can play. Yat that that, and you're like, oh, listen, this guy's playing, and that's that's every day. I mean, these a lot of these athletes not. I'm considered an athlete in real life. You go to the locker room, and they're like, you're not an athlete, you're a kicker. <laughs> like, what, what you guys do take some grief. Yeah, so I love being outside of the facility because I've dad playing, you know, 715 uh, kid pitch baseball is like, oh, you're such a good athlete. And I'm like, oh, gosh, he has no idea. Oh, but I'm going to so take good. it, right? Yeah. But these guys go through that whole week just like all of us do, and they still got to play no matter what. You know, sore throat, pulled hamstring. These guys play through it all. So yep. I, I love watching a guy that's not supposed to play or has everything yeah. against him rise and shine. Yeah. Love that. No, no, that's. I think we need that in our lives. I need to see underdogs win. I need to know that good guys win over bad guys. I need to know that when you're when you're the guy that nobody thinks can do it, you can do it. That's what gets me up in the morning. That's a, and I mean that with all my heart. Like I, I can't get enough of those stories. I can't see people overcome adversity enough because to me, that's that's the only thing that makes it the whole life worth living. Yeah, and two, the, the, and two things that's happened to me in the last since the race, and I it is this morning. Like I was trying to get five kids out the door. It's picture day at St. Michael the Archangel. <laughs> Everybody's got different stuff on. Normally, we're in uniforms. Right. It's easy. You're like, you don't have to make a decision. You just throw it on and go. Well, this right. is like a decision day. And Hartley doesn't want to wear one of Christy's dresses, but she grew four and a half inches before, you know, in this last six months, like crazy. So we're going through all this stuff. Well, 
you've reminded me this morning, one, I got to get my ass up in the morning a little bit earlier for stuff. Right. And the highway to hell, that's good. That's a good way to wake good up. Way. Let's go. And, All right. and then your Instagram handle, the ski ball, a reminder, hey, we got to have an intentional time with Christia, with our partners. Yeah. And that's that was huge for me. So I want to say thank you for that. Hey, dude, listen, the t- ski ball was in Milwaukee, although I do have a friend with some ski ball here. And do uh, you like pinball at all? So I do a little bit of pinball, but like ski ball is yep. our jam. Like we've we've talked about walking away from each other several times, and usually it's over ski ball. <laughs> <laughs> is she she got that touch, that thing where all of a sudden you, you got it, you got it, you got it, and she throws the center, and you're like, God damn it! Yeah, and you're like, I like I hate you, yeah. like not because yeah. of the game. I That's just right. think in real life now. I, I I hate you, and then when she beats me in ping pong, oh. that's it. She's like, you don't have to sleep on the couch. I'm choosing to. I am choosing <laughs> to sleep on the couch. Yes. Like I don't want to be anywhere near you right now, dude. I have the same girlfriend. I'll be I'll be going along. I got this. I got it. And then bam, bam, bam. Ski ball, pinball, same thing. Third ball. I am so far. I've got this game, and she'll. It's a. It's a. It's all third ball, man. And she'll just destroy you. And and I'll be. I'll realize I'm talking to my buddy, and I drank half a beer. And I'll look, I go, she's still playing, isn't she? And look over, and I'm like, God, I hate you. Yeah. I'll be sleeping on the well, couch. Yeah, hate, hate, and, and they bring the worst out of us. And it, it makes me so furious. Like, teams like George Mason, and when you're going through all, all the NCAA basketball brackets and stuff, and they're like, she's like, oh, my God, that's such a cute mascot. And they're like, they're in the final four. <laughs> Jesus, what is, what is going on? Like, the, how can you even pick them? I love the cuddly rams. Like, who? Hey, listen. Who? I'm going to go ahead and just tell you the rest of my terrible story. My my girlfriend played sports all the way through high school. And uh, and after, and uh, she's beating me at basketball. She's beating me at pinball. She's, she's She whipped my ass at horse wearing cowboy boots one time. <laughs> I that's love a, that. That's a true story, man. No, she's played baseball, softball, volleyball, you name it, basketball. She she played it all, and she's still good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I sold yeah. I sold weed to the other kids in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Tia. That's Tia to a T. She will. She'll literally like even like anytime she's get got to get, gets a little bit of a chance. Like we'll be out at a baseball game. We did this the other night. Some some of the guy was like, "Hey, what do you think? We got you got this game against this opponent. We're in. he goes, oh oh, he just did the specialist stuff. He wasn't in those meetings. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, babe, are you are you serious right come now? Come on, come on. Like I sat in all of those meetings. I sat in, I sat in all of you know since 2013 to 2020. I sat in every single one of Andy's game prep meetings. And then they broke into O and D or Tomlin's, which was very impressive too. Mike Tomlin's to see him go through the three phases of the game, and you realize, like, man, this guy is worth all the coin in the world. He's telling everybody what's going to happen, like he's got an earpiece. Right. Like it's it's amazing. So anyway, but yeah, and then she'll you know she'll go. She go. Oh, he wasn't in this meeting. He, he uh, says the fourth down thing, which I love. I, you know, she's just. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk yeah. about that All later. Right. I think I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. I'll round up the ski ball, and uh, it's on. I'm in on that, dude. And she will have a blast and probably kick both of her asses. Absolutely. Look, I'm good. I'm good to go, man. All right, Dustin, the great Dustin Cole quick. Legendary. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, brother. Hold on. I'm going to put you on with Jake. Hold on. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 